success, but hate injustice, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, welcome. On today's episode, I'll be talking about teen romance. What you got mm. for me, Chanel? Today, I am talking about a nightmareness. Why are you doing this too? Well, I mean, last week was pretty easy. Well, not easy. Mm-mm. People who eat poop from a diaper is never easy. And easy. <laughs> That's never an easy topic. We kind of beta tested the episode on a couple people who we know. And we've gotten some strong feedback about the panty poop eater. Um, today's episode, I don't think involves consumption of biologicals. So, we're on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. I mean, mm. we'll see. We will we'll see. see. Um, what's new with you this week? I had a dumb, blonde moment yesterday. Yesterday? Or do you mean last week's episode when you told everybody you were doing the teen romance and then you talked about Andrew Cuomo? Well, that was my first dumb, blonde <laughs> moment. <laughs> Okay. Recorded for some okay. <laughs> What's this? What's this? What's your second one? And okay. just so the listeners know, Susanna is blonde. She's not making fun of blondes or anything. She's like legit. Oh, yeah. They can't see you, Susanna. But I'm blonde and I'm clueless. Sure. And I love it. You know, I am also and clueless, proud. but not blonde. But yes, what's your blonde moment from this week? Okay. So you know we got this new car. Yes, a newer right. car. Mm-hmm. Basically, I just let them set up, get on the car, and drive. In, That's all I've been doing. In, I just want to yeah. interrupt this. Listen. By just, no, one second. One second. <laughs> so, for the people, we are immigrants. <laughs> Susanna's first language is not English. My first language know that by now. is Tringlish, which is uh, Trinidad English, which is not completely English either. But it is English, okay? Susanna and I have had this long-running debate about on versus in because she's always like, why do people say on the bus? That means you're on top the bus. (laughs) But you can do a whole episode of on, in. I understand, but I'm I'm just saying to you that you were in the car, not on the car. Even though people say on the bus, it's in the, you see? it's in the car. English is hard. We're not gonna get into that. We are not getting into that. <laughs> I'm just, okay, okay, so they, they're in the car. Let them set it up, they're in so the So we'll car. take the car mm-hmm. and go. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll be doing for this little while. Yeah. Enjoying the newer car. <laughs> Yesterday, driving at night, I get pulled over. By the police? By the police. Oh shit, what'd you do? Exactly. No lights? Yes. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm here driving. What time? That was late at night. Oh my god. But there were a lot of cars around me, so I didn't need my lights. No, that's not how it works. Exactly. Because then they can't see you. And I keep on saying, I'm so tired (laughs) that I cannot see properly because your light's not on <laughs> and then i thought oh i have to stop for coffee right. because what if i fall asleep right, right right and i'm thinking oh no i'm too tired i'm gonna have to pull over what i'm thinking i'm so tired that i cannot see well so what did the police say so i'm i i get pulled over and i start checking in my mind like i put my lights i change the line 
when I change from one lane to the other, mm-hmm. I'm not speeding. Why is this guy pulling me over? Mm-hmm. Right? So I thought the girls were doing something on the back, mm-hmm. which, you know. Possible. It is possible. Mm-hmm. And then I get pulled over, and the guy comes. He takes his sweet time. And because we're reading all these things, people being pulled over, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, what am I supposed to do? My hands right on the wheel. On the wheel, yeah, yeah. You see, not in the wheel. On, yeah. Good job, Susanna. We're proud of you, Susanna, over here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So I put my hands on the wheel, and then I move move my head. I'm like, hi, sir. (laughs) The guy's like, your lights are off. And I went full on blonde. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the car was weird. <laughs> He's looking at me. Ryan's not there? Uh, yes, he was. So what did he say? Nothing. And, and I moved the thing. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. This car is new to us. <laughs> and, then, and he was very nice. Now, I, don't, I wouldn't want you guys to well, get Well, this it. is Canada. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm, I'm not saying, I'm not, look, we're not going to get into that. Mm-hmm. We know that the police are mm-hmm. seen almost everywhere. But you have to admit, it's Canada. They're a little bit but understanding. Paint the, a little bit trying to paint the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me driving. Right. Husband on the side, yeah. <laughs> like on the passenger side, two kids, yeah. each on one tablet, mm-hmm. watching something. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just tired and fed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. So he followed us for a little bit and then he moved the side. So that's okay, my okay. event. I save it for today. Ah. Yeah, what for today? I save it. I save oh, the you story. <laughs> Um, so how about you? What's new? I mean, I know you're not blonde nor dumb. Well, Bonnie is finally scheduled for surgery. <laughs> I know, I'm nervous. I'm not ready. August the 23rd is the big day for her yes. surgery. Her first surgery of the surgery she needs to get done. Yeah. I'm a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been doing good on her medication you've seen her she's yeah. like a whole different dog i mean the listeners don't know but when bonnie first came to me she was very sad she was a very quiet very reserved dog she's still very wary of people she but... almost let me lot of her yeah but you kind of had a corner <laughs> <laughs> but still <laughs> But now, you know, she's, she's, she has so much energy and she just seems so, so much better. So I just could only imagine that after the surgery, she'll be feeling even better. That means she'll be even more doggy. You know, Mm -hmm. she'll be more like a dog. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm looking forward to her not being on so much medicine. I'm sure she's looking forward to that. So the listeners don't know this, but in order for my dog to get her medicine, I have to wrap her like a burrito. Like a burrito. Or in Trinidad, we go say a roti. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to wrap her like a roti or a burrito, trap her legs basically. And this is not animal abuse. She's perfectly fine. She's cozy. She's swaddled. Okay. <laughs> the reason she's like that is because if her legs are free, she's scraping them all out. And her medication is liquid medication. So she has to get it with a syringe. So I have this whole process. So we put on a show. She starts to watch the show. 
she gets a little head massage <laughs> while she's distracted. <laughs> she gets her medicine. It comes the betrayal. Yes, the betrayal. <laughs> so when we first started, she used to start to doze off and then she would get the medicine. But now she doesn't trust me anymore. So me. one eye is always kind of half open <laughs> because she like she wants to sleep, but she's like, I don't trust I this know you're bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't trust this mm-hmm. bitch. You know, so she'll have like one eye open. <laughs> Poor that cannot even have a but belly rub. Yeah, but she gets those after without any medicine, and she eventually she like it takes point? her a minute to it take her it takes her a minute to like relax. To relax with um, the the belly rubs that come that have nothing to do with the medicine because you know she doesn't trust it. Yeah. She's like, why is this happening? Where is the medicine? <laughs> you know? yeah. huh? So um, most of the time I spend is trying to convince the vets that they have to let her keep or stay on the liquid medicine because she is not a dog you could trick with tablets. No. We have tried everything: sausages, chicken, bacon. cheese. Try that. Well, we tried, you know, the bacon treats, mm-hmm. not like fresh bacon. But with a heart condition, she didn't really allowed to have too much salt. Pardon. Yeah, I know. No bacon. A so, baconless life. Well, now I've switched it to this dehydrated chicken treat. But what she really likes is rotisserie chicken. Who <laughs> does So it's like a compromise, you know. She really loves You're going to ruin chicken. the food with medicine minus will be big. Good food. This is it. So if if I Tasty. end up having to give her the pill instead of the liquid, I'm going to have to make sure it's something decadent. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, Bunny is overweight. She is point. Don't two. shame her. Do not I am not fat shaming her. The doctor said she too fat. <laughs> doctor, she <laughs> is something like point no. two or point three kilos over. <laughs> right. The funny she's thing so is, she's been on a diet. <laughs> So I reduced the amount of More food. More than ever, I understand you, Bunny. <laughs> I reduced the amount of food. You know, she's never been a dog that enjoys exercise, which is one of the reasons I like having her as a pet. You know? I? No, I know as a dog owner, your responsibility might be to walk the dog. You know, you have to give the dog the things she that they like need. It. But she doesn't like walking. Mm-hmm. But she needs to. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, I may be going on a trip this Christmas and Susanna has volunteered to watch Bunny for me and her husband has said he is going to try to get Bunny in the habit of walking and I have straight up told Susanna that if Bunny gets used to walking at 5 in the morning keep the dog <laughs> because maybe we can I'm switch I'm not waking up at 5am I'm not taking Karen how about the other one Emma's big yeah she a big girl she ain't gonna bother me we'll just both read <laughs> 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 yeah, we just both we'll both read and go to the no. mall. I'm giving you a walking dog. Might as well change. Listen, the other all one. I'm asking for is if Brian is gonna get Bunny used to walking. That's great. I'm happy for her to get more exercise. Um, but please let that walk happen in the evening because I can totally see myself coming home from work, taking but her for that's a little walk. December Chanel. Yeah, what did you get the little booties? Ooh, get yeah, she could get a little outfit. Yeah, 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 get yeah. a little outfit. You I know? like that. I mean, because she, first of all, she's not going to like the cold. She ain't going to like that. She just likes AC temperature. Not too hot, not too cold. Who doesn't? Me, I like it warm. That's true. Yeah. That's I live in this true. cold apartment because of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
let me tell you something. Fun fact, people. I never use my air conditioner until I got money. <laughs> Thank you, money. <laughs> because I was totally fine with just opening the door, getting whatever breeze from outside. I never felt too hot. I am from Trinidad. I was mm-hmm, thriving. Mm-hmm. 25 degrees <laughs> is a little on the cool side for me. Right? 25 degrees, it's summer. To who? The Canadians. Well, I am not Canadian. Well, not yet. Yet. Not ah. yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what's been going on over here. Bonnie is in pre-surgery mode. I am I somewhere, somewhere torn between spoiling her completely because god forbid knock on wood uh-uh. you know we're not gonna say it ah. we're not gonna say it. we're not gonna no. say it. but i do want to spoil her because i know that she has this big event coming up that she's not aware about you know how about we spoil her right after her recovery yeah yeah but you know she does have that like doggy ibs <laughs> <laughs> so we can't we can't over spoil her all right i'm really ready to listen to your case so as we unpacked already you know susanna didn't do this case last week even though in the intro she said to say that yeah um so i said because i got distracted and you were so good on your case that i wanted to give you good news too because that one was a little bit of a heavy case well you know like we said after sometimes we'll talk about injustice just current event cases that Mm -hmm. you don't really need to research but are in the media that people might want to talk about discuss and it's okay to do that but also it was our very very first episode you know like we were both kind of nervous we're still a little nervous now but a lot more relaxed than you know the The first episode (laughs) the teaser oh my gosh that teaser (laughs) <laughs> we have talked about re-recording it changing it but you know what we're just no. gonna leave it this is an example Love of us. growth <laughs> you get to see some growth, growth. Yeah. okay Susanna I'm ready okay I'm ready okay I'm ready. Mm-hmm. okay teen romance this mm-hmm. is scary I have a preteen yes so it's very scary for me to read and tell this story Okay. But here I go. All right. Okay. The place is Houston, Texas. All right. The girl's name, the teen name is Karen Paris. Is this her real name or is it like an alias? No, 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 no. Real names. Okay. Real, real names. Karen is 15 years old. Well, was 15 years old. Yes. And had a boyfriend. Boyfriend's name is Jesus Campos. Also 15 years old. Okay. You know, you're all of a, about the love and the feelings. I'm going to stop you right there. When I was a teen, I didn't care about that. Well, normal people. That's understandable. You know, all my <laughs> friends had these raging hormones. I was yes. like reading. Well, I'm praying for my kid to be like that. I was like a big nerd. Still, still, still. <laughs> but <Yeah>. I was... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm praying. I'm oh, praying. you're praying for an okay. Yeah. I hope at least one of them. Too. It will be the Emma. Yeah, I feel so. Mm. 
You think Karen? You think Karen have nude energy? Emma by junior kindergarten had four boyfriends. Oh wow! So you tell me. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get what you're asking for from either daughter. Then <laughs> I'm still praying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Karen and Jesus, boyfriend and girlfriend, 15 years each. They go to the same school. <laughs> okay. So. One day, Jesus decides to ask Karen to skip school. Okay. Karen says no. Karen says no. How dare she? And then Jesus says, if you don't skip school, I will kill you. This escalated so quickly. Like, who is Karen? So she's just a regular teen girl. Regular teen girl. Uh She just celebrates her quinceanera. Mom is using the income tax Mm -hmm. money Mm -hmm. to put together pictures of her as a baby. Oh, to do like a collage. Like a collage Mm -hmm. video and all that jazz. For the quinceanera. For her, yes, Mm -hmm. after okay for the 16th remember right these right. people are spanish but they're, mm-hmm. they're in the u.s so they have to celebrate the 16th right which is two parties this is not fair but anyways <laughs> you know i don't think <clears throat> that turning 16 or 15 is a big deal in trinidad um really yeah i ca- i don't know maybe it's maybe it's me mm. but i mean i did have a party for my 16th birthday but i don't think it's as big of a deal as out here Mm. like in the americas you know like i feel it's you know i could be wrong if you're a trinidadian and you had some big brand for your birthday please talk about it in the comments on instagram (laughs) or messages because maybe i just was deprived of a fancy party but i just don't think it's a thing didn't want it I don't that, that wouldn't fly with you like, right now. I don't feel like anything is miss was missing, mm. but I also I'm not aware of anybody who had like a big sixteenth party. Oh. Yeah. Like okay. like personally. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. So on May twenty seventh, two thousand and sixteenth, Karen didn't come back home from school. hmm Mom got scared. Report her to the police right away. Okay. And she's, she's, they started searching. Of course, the first person they ask about Karen is Jesus, mm-hmm. the boyfriend. Jesus says, I don't know. I don't know about her. Never and saw her start- in his life. Mm. <laughs> okay. So they start searching for her. They start searching, searching. Karen is nowhere to be found. Right? Three days later, Jesus' father takes Jesus on a search for Karen. He's like, come on, let's go. We need to go get your His girlfriend. His dad. His dad. Okay. After driving for a little bit, Jesus goes and said, and I'm quoting, just take me home because she's not alive. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Jesus' father said, uh-uh, that's not going to fly. Kudos to Jesus' father. Wait, 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 Drove wait, wait, him. wait, wait, wait. His dad just what like had an inkling that he had something to do with it no he said let's go and do just go our, help yeah do our part i mean he's a oh, father shit. and this is a kid that he knows yes yes yeah and then let's search yeah right oh, and then jesus just goes and say take me home she's not alive just like i'm bothered just if he was saying my plan is there right jesus father takes him right to the police 
Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus' father. Wow. So he like, said, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do. But you know, yeah, I wasn't expecting that, actually. You expect normally, with these stories, you hear parents, like, try to hide the son. Or, or deny that. Yeah, or didn't course, say anything to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, There's a little bit of that in my case. Mm-hmm. He forced him to talk to the police. Yeah. Police, and he keeps on going at uh, the police. No, I don't know anything. And and the father is, but you just told me this. And he denied it. Uh-huh. Police let him go. Uh-huh. Why? 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 So even though the, the parents said mm-hmm. he confessed to me. No, he didn't confess because he just said, he just made a she, comment. Okay, out, like, she's not she's alive. Not alive. Oh, it's almost like maybe he could have had a feeling that she was no longer. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So a few days later, teenagers from her school, his school, their school, I'm sorry. They went to the police and they said, yes, we were with Jesus and we saw him, we saw him coming up, going to a restaurant with Karen, right? Mm-hmm. And other kids, right? So at that time, the police says, okay, we're going to start questioning these guys. They take these teenagers and they ask them. They're denied, 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 denied. And then they go, they go ahead and say, yes, they, we went to this restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to the restaurant and an employee from the restaurants identified Jesus, identified Karen. And he said, yes, they were here. And he showed them videos mm-hmm. of them coming out of the restaurant hand in hand, leaving the place. They said, these two teenagers confessed that after leaving the restaurant, they decided to go to an abandoned building where they after left to school. So, okay. They went to the restaurant. Karen were together with these other children Mm -hmm. and they were at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. They left the restaurant with the other children and they went to this abandoned building. Building. But the other children left the abandoned building and left Jesus there with Karen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember, mm-hmm. this is a couple. Right. So it's not a big deal. No. Okay. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. They go. Okay. Once the police hears about the apartment, the, ex- the existence of the apartment, and this is very upsetting. It's getting real right away. They go and search the place. Once they search the place, they found the body of Karen strangled and stuffed underneath a cab cabinet. Okay. Right after they take Jesus for questions. Mm-hmm. He said, no, it's not me. I don't know. Even though he was the last exactly. alleged person to see her. Exactly. Okay. So they couldn't get him to confess right there. Mm-hmm. Then he, they get a, the police get a warrant for Jesus phone. Mm-hmm. They saw a video of Jesus sexually assaulting mm-hmm. Karen in pictures after the fact. He raped her, recorded raped, hmm. and after raping her, strangled her and took pictures afterwards. They most... kept it on his phone. Yeah. They found that on the phone. So after seeing all this, they take him to court. He confessed. And what did he say? He admitted to the, to the murder. And I'm quoting again. Yes, I did it. 
And that's all I'm, what I'm going to say. That's it? That's it. He's 15? He's 15. Wow. But he seems so cold. I know. But the 15. mother said the moment that Karen didn't show up, she felt that she was gone. Like, mm. dead. Mm-hmm. Right? Mother knew that she was killed and sexually assaulted. But during the trial, which lasted like no time because he already confessed, the mother saw the pictures in oh, no. a recording of her, of Karen saying, and I'm again, I'm quoting, I don't want to. I told you I don't want to. I don't want to die, Jesus. Mm. Man, it's very upsetting. That is so sad. I know. On November 6, 2018, Jesus was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. At 15. At 15. No, but get this. And after 40 years, he can apply for after parole. After four zero years? 40 years. Four the, or 40? Four zero. 40. 40. Okay. Okay. So he's going to be 55 mm-hmm. when he could just be walking around and clocking in and out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's my case. That's disturbing. And it it's was so it's, it's short, very effective, mm-hmm. very disturbing. It is. Because he's only 15. Mm-hmm. And she's, of course, was only 15 years old. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just he seemed so cold in all yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the, the and the assistant attorney assist, yes, assistant attorney. Assistant district attorney said that she has seen many cases, but watching the videos mm-hmm. and listening to the recordings mm-hmm. of Karen begging for her life because she was already raped mm-hmm. will haunt her. Mm-hmm. For the rest of her life dude no means no i can stress it enough no means no done i just find it i always so i always find it overwhelming mm-hmm. whenever i hear about somebody who is a teenager or young who gets sentenced to life it just feels so big you know what i mean this yes i know that his crime is big Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to excuse it. Should he be in jail for life? I yes. Think, I think a lot of the times the crime and like the 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 penalty for that crime mm-hmm. should be almost decided by the victims or the people's most affected by that crime. You understand what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, sometimes they get 25 years, they get five years, they get 10 years. And then the, mm-hmm. the victims are the ones who feel like they didn't get justice, you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, you do have a court system. And you have time allocated to certain crimes. But I agree, like, the coldness with which he went about this. He texted her. He He texted her. Oh, you don't skip class? I'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's it's not just that. It's like, it's that. It's how he told his dad, Mm -hmm. just take me home. She's not alive. Mm -hmm. It's just so cold that almost it seems like the life sentence seems fitting because how are you so disconnected from life Mm -hmm. at such a young age Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if he had other girlfriends Mm -hmm. they were victim of assault too yeah 
It's probably. I mean, we can't. We can't say. We also, yeah. I have the feeling like, like you said, the father knew something was off. When you told me that the dad said, "Come, let us go and look for her," mm-hmm. I, I that's why I picked up. I was like, "Did he know something?" Because mm-hmm. it does seem like maybe innately, maybe they know their son. Yeah, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they know. I think I think parents know their children, but. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know some things mm-hmm. about their children. But that doesn't mean they don't know it. Mm-hmm. It just means they don't want to know it. So mm-hmm. they don't acknowledge it. Yep. The other day, I was watching the Rio. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the cases that they were talking about was this mom. Mm-hmm. The son confessed mm-hmm. that he had, he wanted to get guns mm-hmm. and hurt his friend at school. Oh, like his friends. My goodness. I'm so overwhelmed by these and school shootings. she though. took him to the police? Yes. yes. I think also in the States, they do have a problem. Like, taken to the police, I said yes. But I think in the States in particular, maybe mm-hmm. not just the States. It probably happens around the world. But mm-hmm. mostly we see it in the States. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're always com- we're commenting as neighbors. We in mm-hmm. Canada. I'm not saying it's not happening here. Mm-hmm. i just saying what we see in the media, right? Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of mental health issues that are trying to be solved by jail. And I'm not making excuses for the Mm -hmm. rapists and the murders and the whatnots, right? Yeah. But I also think that some people escalate and they will maybe asking for help and the system failed them and the system failed them and the system failed them. Of course. And then they end up doing something extreme and they get put in jail. But that's not a solution to what really got them there, which is maybe a mental health disorder mm-hmm. or something like that, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I just feel that, you know, you're saying, yeah, he wanted to hurt these children at school. Yes, that is a serious thing to say. Yes, as a parent, you want to let... I mean, I can't even imagine what I would do in that situation. I think I'd go crazy. Like, I would, I would be so overwhelmed. Yes. But taking into the jail unless it's a scared street kind of tactic like this is where you will end mm-hmm. up yeah i don't know if that was the best into the account for the fact that he's not immediately a criminal at least he told somebody and maybe the reason he told somebody is because he wanted help to deal with the thoughts that he was having you know but also on the mother thinking let's just assume the money is a problem right yeah yeah. Right. And, and in the States, everything the is paid only... for. Mm-hmm. Everything is paid for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And you said, okay, I don't have a money. I, I don't have the insurance. I don't have money to take yes, him yes, to yes. You're right. a psychiatrist. You're right. Or, You're right. or yeah. right? Yeah. The next best thing mm-hmm. will be the police. Yes. Hoping. That they will help them. That I'd rather you be locked down right now mm-hmm. than having you to be killed By because sorry because all these did. kids mm-hmm. get yeah, killed yeah. or they kill themselves yes 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 you're right right yeah you're right you are 100 percent right mm. and yeah. and coming back to the uh whiz in <laughs> because i mean we are we are in an advantageous situation in that i'm not saying that canada has every resource but we do have a free or sustained healthcare system out here which that, is not the same to be said for our neighbors. Exactly. 
Exactly. But it's also the willingness to get the help. Yeah. But you have to imagine that the these resources that are available that are for free mm-hmm. are probably saturated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it probably has a waiting list that's like 10 miles yep. long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to make excuse for Jesus. Jesus, what's his name? Jesus, yes. Jesus. I'm not trying to make excuses for Jesus. But I'm just saying 15 and that callous, that cold. I and hope title. wherever he that is. That entitled. Oh, another fact that I forgot. He shared pictures of Karen dead <gasps> to a couple of his friends. Oh my gosh. And did friends tell the parents? The friends text back. Again, quoting. Oh my gosh. Bros. Before hose, before hose. Yeah. What happened to the friends? Did they face any? They didn't say anything. Wow. Right. Okay. Another thing. Karen and Jesus took a selfie leaving the restaurant. Right. He he raped her, killed her, and then on his social media, mm-hmm. shares a picture of the of selfie. Of them together. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Straight up social, but sorry, but it's, I don't know. Crimes like this are always horrible, but mm-hmm. they happen. Mm-hmm. It's the 15 that's driving me yeah. to have so many questions. Mm-hmm. 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 So he's Can you imagine how scary this is? Knowing that very shortly that kid of mine is going to start dating. We need to get us some self-defense. We take some self-defense classes. I wish we had like a book listing all the red flags. Like for like a relationship Like that text book? message. Mm-hmm. Be like, mom, I'm scared. But yeah, you don't yeah. go to your mother for this. You know, mm-hmm. like who do you go to? I, you try to put yourself but she into did, your... But she didn't tell her mother she was scared. She just said she didn't want to... No, no, no. She didn't say anybody. No, she, she told, told him, me. sorry, she didn't want to skip school. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 But she probably didn't want to get him in trouble. That too. Yeah. She was probably thinking. Or maybe that was not the oh, first time that he will. Trouble. Yeah. Or, will, or she, he will try her to do something that she didn't want. Hmm. I know. That's heavy, Susanna. It was short and very heavy. I'm sorry. It's very heavy. So he's, he's in jail serving yes. a life sentence. With the eligibility for parole in 40 years. That's what you said. 40 years. In 40 years. (gasps) He's 15. That's just so insane. I mean, no. I can. You know what? Sometimes I feel that you can sympathize or try to make sense of what made you do Mm -hmm. these things. Mm But when he hits home, I don't care if he's seven or 17 or yeah. 80 years old. No. It's not a learned thing. You understand? He's mm-hmm. not a hardened criminal who went to jail, did 15 years, came out, yeah. you yeah, know, was yeah, in yeah. the system. He is 15. Mm-hmm. And by your account, he was just a regular, you know, a regular boy. He's a regular teen. So I'm just saying. That he might have been fighting some things that he didn't get help for. No excuses here. He still killed this girl. He yeah. still deserves the time he is facing. You know? Mm-hmm. I just saying that it's hard to believe that there wasn't more. 
and you know it's not just that he's wicked mm-hmm. i'm not saying that there aren't people out there who just wicked there yeah. are trust me 100 mm-hmm. percent. i agree they're definitely wicked people yeah but not all are wicked and not all have a mental a mental exactly so it just makes so me how question do you, you don't know we don't mm-hmm. know Maybe wherever, whatever facility he's in, he might be getting some care for his. Of course not. Of course not. Well. Thanks, Susanna. And the response of the friends after that picture? I feel like the friends should face some responsibility for that. They should. Yeah, I do. I I don't know what the, I do not know what penalty they should face. I don't know what the courts say Mm -hmm. about that kind of behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can't. Tell me you looked at a picture of a dead girl's body and told your friend, bros before hoes. Mm-hmm. That, if I was their parents, I'd be worried. Exactly. Exactly. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you, it's, sometimes it's hard to... You just see them so perfect. You know? I cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> Would you think this one is perfect? Oh, Bonnie is adorable. That doesn't make her perfect. I don't I never think said, she's I perfect. Never, there you go. But, but you adorable. see them. Bonnie is also a dog. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't talk back. And she's very fluffy. <laughs> she was just she takes long digging up her bed. Naps. She does. She takes long naps and she snores. I'm looking forward to the time when the mics pick up her snore. <laughs> She smells really loud. But yeah. Well, Susanna, thank you for that. That was... I'm sorry for the nightmares. You don't know nightmares till you listen to my case. Right. I'm sorry. That's the name of your case. Yes. The nightmare nurse. That's a good segue. <laughs> That's a good segue. Not yet. An accidental segue, but a good segue. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, today I'm talking about a nightmare nurse. And as... Advertise. That's exactly what it is. So we have a local. We have a local case. Today I was going to do a clueless criminal. You see, we can't say this name. (laughs) A clueless criminal case. I was. Because we love a clueless criminal over here. (laughs) We love it. But I brought a a dumb. You brought a dumb what? A dumb case. What dumb case? That was my case. What are you talking about? My lights. You already forgot what I just said. That's not a case. You just did something ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Listen, don't hate so on most me. of this is taken from articles from Emma McIntosh um, or McClintosh. I think it's McIntosh um, of the Canadian Encyclopedia. And another article from John Lancaster, Lancaster called Seeing Red for CBC Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Born Elizabeth Tracy Marie Parker on June 10th, 1967, Elizabeth was raised alongside her brother in Woodstock, Ontario. By all accounts, she had a normal childhood. Now, I don't know where Woodstock is. I've been living in Canada for what, three years? I was going to say. You don't know either? No. <laughs> But um, I live in Toronto. (laughs) Susanna lives in Toronto. I don't know where a lot of the other places are. I could find Oshawa, Ottawa, Hamilton, Mm -hmm. hold on, Niagara, Mississauga, 
Barry, uh-huh. uh, Ajax Pickering. Uh-huh. That's it, you know. <laughs> I think that that's like two seconds for a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you know Ontario is quite big? So we don't know where this is, but it's uh-uh. in Ontario. We, you went to King Carding. That's we went to where? Oh, yeah, when uh-huh. we went to the cabin. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. Yes. And I've been to Quebec. I went to Montreal. You've been to Montreal. Yes, yes, yes. But Ontario is very big. That is not Ontario. For the people who listen in Quebec, is not Ontario. (laughs) Getting ready for that citizen. I do have a citizenship (laughs) application in the works. And um, please, if you work for Immigration Canada, do not take away. (laughs) Do not take away my application. Do not take away my chances. I will get better. I will get better. Okay. Anyway, by all accounts, she had a normal childhood. She participated or was in band, choir, you know. And apparently, she aimed for a future in the arts. She was hoping to do drama. Mm. Um, although, I read somewhere that her parents were very controlling. Like, they were very, you know, um, strict. Okay. Um, despite wanting a career in the arts, after doing a degree in religious education, on another site, I saw counseling. Okay. She ended up um, changing to nursing. Now, in my opinion, the fact that she has a degree in counseling or religious services or religious studies makes this worse. Oh you my. know, it just makes it worse. <laughs> because Is she the bad guy? Yeah. I shall know. I shall know. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> right? I, I'm here thinking that she's the victim. No. No, Gail. She not a victim. Oh, my. Okay. So, Elizabeth, Beth, or Bethy, pick, choose it, fix it, mix, whichever one. Mm-hmm. Um, she went by all of those names. She did get married, despite the fact that there are many records that she was sexually confused. Right? She was attracted to women. And okay. apparently, well, I did read this, that her family tried to quote pray the gay away yes <laughs> tried to pray the gay away right so but she was sexually confused but she did get married she mm-hmm. entered into a heterosexual marriage okay with a man named i believe his name was daniel wetloffer so her name now becomes elizabeth wetloffer anybody okay. who knows the story knows where this is going because that's the name that's in the media okay so she married him in 1997 However, um, they didn't have any children. Um, I'm not sure they didn't say if that's because they didn't want. They couldn't have. I didn't Mm -hmm. read anywhere that explained why they didn't have children, right? But I did read that he came across her sexy messages to women. And he left her. That's how their marriage broke up in 2007. Okay? In 2007, he he discovered that she was still having... Um, I guess contact with the woman in a way that was sexual. Not to say that she had so any he sexual knew that acts. He, she was. Yeah, I guess he probably to... knew, may, or maybe it was a shock to him. I don't know if he found something sexually suggestive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. I don't know if it was just a text. I don't know if it was pictures. But one of the articles I read said that he discovered that she was still having these relations or conversations mm-hmm. with women mm-hmm. and he left her because of it i'm assuming that daniel is very religious too well i don't think that he was on board for a third is what i try to say 
that too. Yes. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't so, be able to do the third too. Um, so she briefly dabbled in same-sex relationships after. Mm-hmm. I guess she was like, you know, marriage didn't I'm work free? out. Ah, maybe. Yeah. And she even had a girlfriend, according to an article. She mm-hmm. later found God and was no longer interested in such relationships. Okay. So she kind of keeps going up and down, up and down with this sexual identity mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. However, she would later claim that the stress of her divorce is what was one of the main catalysts that drove her to do what she did. So Elizabeth took up a job at Carescent Care Nursing Home in Woodstock Aye. in 2007. Now, a nursing home, you know, you're there, you're caring for the elderly. Yeah. Yes. They're um, not able to defend themselves in any way. They're essentially all victims. Yeah. You know? Um, they're dependent on you or the mm-hmm. caregivers to give them everything that they need. So, mm-hmm. it, immediately, this is an opportunistic situation. Mm-hmm. Now, she had at the time she took up this job she had been working in the caregiving or nursing industry for i think it was eight to ten years okay but um she had been fired from a couple jobs because for giving people the wrong medication um i have notes about it here she had given That's people a big the wrong one. Me- medication um and she stole medication as well Aye. but she she lost these jobs because of this uh-huh. however I guess there was no bad reputation related to her actual nursing skills. Okay. So she continued to get employment at different care homes, you know? Okay. Okay. So shortly after she started in 2007 is when the deaths began. Okay. So she was working nights. Not ready. No, you're not. No. She was working <laughs> nights. She was there to care for 30 plus, 30, 30 plus elderly patients mm-hmm. and she was obviously charged with things like giving them their medication yeah and some pe- patients often required insulin um, which was dispensed with an insulin pin mm-hmm. and it was um like you would charge it you would put the medication in and it had a chamber and you mm-hmm. would engage that chamber and then you could administer that medication yeah but it remained in an uncontrolled, unsealed location mm-hmm. for ease of access because you never know who's going to need to get to it quickly, yep. you know? So, patients after she started were reported as crashing. Mm-hmm. They were having strokes. They were having convulsions. They were having seizures, uh. you know, for no reason or unexplained reasons. Mm-hmm. Their blood sugar was dropping. Um, they just... they. They were having full systemic breakdowns, like mm-hmm. full system breakdowns. Um, you know, at the beginning, mm-hmm. they were actually able to resuscitate two of them. Okay. So it began on June 25th, 2007. Mm-hmm. 87-year-old Clotilde or Clotilde Adriano mm-hmm. um, had a pe- she appeared to be crashing. Okay. But luckily for her, Another nurse or another orderly Came. was able to restore her blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. Her sister-in-law, um, I think her name was Albina 
Demadiaros, mm-hmm. right? Or Demadiaros. Please don't come for me if I'm pronouncing these names wrong. Was her sister-in-law. And she also had a similar experience where she was crashing, but she also didn't die. Now, they will mm-hmm. both go on to die later. But the deaths at that point were not directly related to these to- sugar episodes okay. or these crashing episodes, right? Mm-hmm. On August 11th, 2007, 84-year-old old James Silcox, mm-hmm. he succumbed and he died. And... Um, well, there's a little sad story about him further on. I, I will come back to this. I just want to get you the full list of her, her victims, right? Uh-huh. December the 22nd, so right 2007. Now four. No, we will count us as one because we're going to go with the first death. Because it's all. Oh, when she does get charged in the end, it's by death, aggravated assault, or intent to murder. Because some of the patients, she did give them the medication and okay. did. Um, try to kill them so that was intent to murder but she wasn't actually directly responsible for their death you know okay on december 22nd 2007 84 year old maurice mo granat he mm-hmm. also died october 13 2011 87 year old gladys millard was another victim mm-hmm. october 25th 2011 95 year old helen matheson another mm-hmm. victim Mm-hmm. November 6, 2011, 96-year-old Mary Zurawanski, mm-hmm. another victim. That's three on the same year. Yes. Um, June 13, 2013, 90-year-old Helen Young. Mm-hmm. March 22, 2014, 79-year-old Maureen Pickering. Yeah. August 23, 2014, 75-year-old Arpad Harvat or Haravate. Mm-hmm. These are the victims that died. Now, there, there are, are quite a bit of gaps in between. Yeah, she took a break. I was going to make a no, sarcastic comment. She did not make a She didn't take oh, a break. Sure, no. There were cases in between, but those patients didn't die. Right? Those patients okay. did not die. There was quite a gap between 2018 and 2011. Mm-hmm. She was happy. Perhaps, perhaps maybe she was in a relationship. Perhaps she was not interested in killing at that time mm-hmm. um i did make a note that there seems to be that she took a break seems to yeah. be she took a break but when you have cases like this with people who enjoy or seem to enjoy killing like this regularly i find it hard to believe she went a whole three years without hurting somebody so it just so they, the question they, they couldn't is, link it where else did she work these are my questions mm-hmm so it turns out that Elizabeth started out this killing spree by running a bit of an experiment. So she would, when she started out with mm-hmm. that, that lady and her sister-in-law, mm-hmm. she wasn't sure how much insulin it would take to kill somebody. So by her own admission at this point, she was doing kind of a hit or miss trial. To okay. see what was going to work. Okay. The most disturbing thing is that Elizabeth confessed to her crimes to several people. So, what is it with people hearing these things and not saying anything? So she, right, remember, she's working at the home. She's working at the home. She's she's slowly every every year 
or anytime she works the night shift or just at regular intervals, mm-hmm. the home is experiencing these cases where people would crash, mm-hmm. but they don't know why. But you have to remember these people have comorbidities. They yeah. are elderly. They could have a host of reasons why they are crashing. So they okay. weren't able to link any of the cases directly with Elizabeth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, apparently what I read is that over time, she was confessing to people, right? <clears throat> she confessed to several people. She told a former boyfriend, a mm-hmm. student nurse, a pastor and his wife, an ex-girlfriend, a lawyer, and none of them, none of them reported it to the police. Um, what I read in another article is that the pastor and his wife prayed over her, but didn't know if to believe what she's saying was true. But that's this. Oh, I, I don't want to go there. Well, let me get to how she got caught. She I wasn't. She wasn't caught per se. She wanted to stop. At least that's how it seems from what I have read. Mm-hmm. Because she checked herself into rehab, and do you know why? She checked herself into rehab because they tried to assign her the job of being the nurse to administer insulin to the children. And she knew she would not have been able to resist killing them. But she was, oh, um, oh, thank you very much. I mean, you can kill the grandparents. I'm not saying that she's right. (laughs) I'm not not saying you're right. But I am saying that, so, listen, according to my notes... She checked herself into rehab on the 16th of September, 2016, uh-huh. right? Um, at the CAMH, which is the Center for Addiction and Mental yeah. Health in Canada. Uh-huh. And when she got there, she started to confess. She basically started to tell anybody who was willing to listen to her. Because two weeks prior, she had been given the job she had been reassigned the job of administering insulin to children with diabetes at a school that she was working at. Mm-hmm. And she knew she wasn't going to be able to resist hurting them. So she quit that job. And then she joined rehab and started yeah. to confess at the home. And then it was staff at that center who told the police. In fact, a counselor at the mm-hmm. center told her. Why don't you organize your thoughts and write them down on a piece of paper and let her know anything that she wrote down will likely be or could be given to the police as evidence. Okay. So she wasn't surprised in any way. Yeah. You understand? So she confessed to the police. She wrote this Mm -hmm. um, paper Mm -hmm. and she confessed to the police that I just don't know. I was angry. And I had a sense that she, this she talking about her first victim, the one that did not die, uh-huh. right? That she might be a person that God wanted back with him. And that she felt that God wanted to use her in that way to help her get back to God. That's what she says. So it was revealed that her first kill which was Mr. James Silcox. You remember mm-hmm. on the list? Remember mm-hmm. the first person she victimized was the lady and her sister-in-law, uh-huh. which was, her name was Clotilde Adriano. Back in 2007. Yes, back in mm-hmm. 2007. But her first death 
wasn't until August 11, 2007, which was Mr. James Silcox, right? Yeah. This is very sad. It was revealed that her first kill at the home was Mr. James Silcox. She said she was angry and she wanted him to die, right? God and wasn't asking for him. No, she, she didn't was just it. angry. No, well, I didn't read yeah. that in the article, but it was just that she was angry. She loaded up 50 units of the insulin, which is twice as much as what she used on Clotilde. Jesus Christ. Right? Which is the victim that did not die, mm-hmm. who was able to be saved by a hair, by mm-hmm. a margin. Mm-hmm. She loaded up double the amount and gave it to him. And then it is alleged that after injected him, Mr. Yeah. Silicox called out or shouted out, I'm sorry, I love you. <gasps> but we don't know who he was talking to. Isn't that sad? So, in 2008... It is very hard. Mm-hmm. It is extremely hard to be objective enough mm-hmm. to have any sort of sympathy by a person that justify what she did by either religion mm-hmm. or i was just angry anger yeah and then on top of that like oh no so like i'm sorry i'm doing you a favor because i didn't kill them children yes yeah yeah that's the energy i got from it too because i was like oh, okay well thanks thank you i mean no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. so okay. the thing is this whole thing in all that i've read Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there is so much information. It's There is so much information. I was not lacking information here. Mm-hmm. But I am i don't want the podcast to be too, too long. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't talk about every little detail. Or yeah. this episode will be five hours long. Okay? That's but true. there is tons of information out there about her and about the people who she killed. How about her victims? You know, if you want to the people learn, that knew. The people that knew. Well, this that- is it. But they, you know, I think it's very important to highlight that the victim wasn't just 87 year old, 91 years old, because a lot of people could be like, oh, he's 91. That doesn't mean that you get to, no. you get to take time. You get to take years away mm. from this person. You don't get to do that. No one. Yeah. Is here to decide when to take the life of anybody. Exactly. So that's why I find it even more frustrating that she did confess to several people. And nobody did anything. Would except you tell these people? If I confess and I'm gonna kill somebody, who are you killing? <laughs> <laughs> that a girl. <laughs> I need more information. I need more. I need more information. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, what is it? I need context. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, but generally, yes, because I know that um, the government might listen to this. Yes, I will. Con- I will. <laughs> I will. One hundred percent, Susanna, bury you under that damn jail. I'll, I'll be like, then we're moving. You're moving. <laughs> I'll have to we're come to the podcast. And be like, I'm sorry, Susanna's no longer here to do the podcast, <laughs> and I can't even explain why. <laughs> anyway, so in 2008. I'm just going back for a second because this is Mm -hmm. yet another person who failed these people. Because remember, she went on to kill people until 2014. And actually, she had victims all the way till 2016. But Mm. those people did not die. Because remember, Mm -hmm. she had cases where she intended to murder them, but she just didn't kill them. She was just annoyed, not upset. Yes. Mm. But her last last Mm -hmm. 
documented murder that we are aware mm-hmm. of was 2014. But okay. back in 2008, mm-hmm. she had a little romance with a woman mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan. And she spent a whole week with her. And she told them, the officials, I don't know if it was the police or if this was in court or where at which point she gave the statement, mm-hmm. that, you know, she would say she enjoyed power. You know, she got off on that. And I don't know how much she told her. Mm-hmm. But she didn't say anything. Like, if she did tell her, why didn't you say something? That's six years before the last documented. You know what I yeah. mean? So... It came out that Elizabeth would also abuse drugs. Of course. Right? So, I mean, it's not enough that she was killing these people. Mm-hmm. She was also abusing drug. Her drug of choice was hydromorphone, um, which was always available. Apparently, it used to help her relax. Don't give I, people ideas. I am not trying to help people use these drugs. But okay. it's just saying it's a drug of choice. Okay? <laughs> Disclaimer. Don't do drugs. Drugs bad. Okay? <laughs> So, um, but it was always available to her at the hospital. And apparently mm-hmm. she said it used to help her relax. And you know what she used to do? Instead of giving the poor patients their hydromorphone, she, she used take to it. take it, open the caplet, take the powder, mm-hmm. and either give them an empty caplet or give them a laxative instead. Isn't that horrible? Girl, give who's going to clean it? You. That's not really an issue. Like, oh gosh, this person's already elderly. You're going to make them, give them a laxative. That's horrible. Just listen, that's the least you would do for them. Yes. Well, kudos to the people at the Center for Addiction and Mental Health because they're the ones who convinced her to write down her crimes mm-hmm. to, and that let them know up front that they, those notes, that confession mm-hmm. will likely be passed on to the police. She mm-hmm. still wrote it, even though she knew that. She wrote a four-page confession of wow. all of her crimes. Um, she appeared to show no mercy. Just very factual. She just seemed relieved. Like, okay, this part of my life, this chapter is over. You know? <clears throat> she seemed relieved. This is what I read. And she reportedly explained herself to the police saying, Oh, I had some anger issues. And was acting out my anger issues on these people. Again. Yeah. Oh. You know. I'm not trying to say that mental health is not there. Yeah. Shit, man. But we should learn to check in with ourselves. Yeah. And be like, okay, why am I doing this? Everything has a reason. But don't you think that the system failed her a little bit? Or do you think, and I, I'm, I thought about this too, she may have confessed just to make herself feel better, but knowingly confessed to people she knew wouldn't say anything. Okay. You understand? So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I just want to get this off my chest. I just want to be able to say I confessed. Mm-hmm. In reality, she really wanted to confess. She would have gone to the police station, you know? But she's being repressed. Um, she didn't show any remorse. She tried to explain every, everything away by saying she had these anger issues. Mm-mm. Um, she was charged with eight counts of murder and later four counts of attempted murder and two counts of aggravated assaults, right? Because remember, there were those years in between where mm-hmm. she didn't murder anybody, but mm. they, she did have the intent to murder, but she couldn't murder them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm getting to that. So before her sentencing, 
She offered very little explanation, very little apology, nothing. She didn't say anything to the families, anything like that. Um, she just simply addressed the fact that she caused a horrendous pain mm-hmm. and that sorry was too small a word. So Justice Bruce Thomas sentenced her to life, as what? she should, yeah. in prison with sentences to be served concurrently. Mm-hmm. Now... So that means there's no chance of parole for mm-hmm. 25 years. Now, I don't think that she should get parole at all. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they took into consideration the her fact mental that health. She, not the mental health, but also the fact that she tried to confess. Right? Uh, that's what I read. I read that somewhere. But listen, it doesn't end there. In 2019, it was revealed that she confessed to smothering another patient. So it turns out she wasn't just giving injections of insulin. She Mm -hmm. smothered a patient, but that patient survived. They didn't give any details of who the patient was. Apparently, there was some secret inquiry done, Mm -hmm. probably alongside this whole crime. But not to deter from the crime, because I think at the end of the day, she's already going to jail for eight murders. So they were like... Not to say like, oh, it's not a big deal that she smothered this person. Uh-huh. But this inquiry happened on the side, right? Um, I believe the care home said that they did an extensive check into Elizabeth. But you have to remember, she's been working in the nursing care home industry for years. And like we already talked about, these patients are vulnerable. They already probably had illnesses from before. Mm-hmm. And nobody's going to question a 97-year-old person who has a heart attack and die. Or who but crashes and should. die. They should. So she's in jail. She's serving her sentence. I don't know if additional time will be tacked on for this 2019 case that just came out. I don't think that she should be entitled to parole of any kind. And um, that's my case for today. I... I want to say something. Okay. And... Uh, Help me God. Any time you deviate your responsibility, the responsibility of your own actions mm-hmm. under the umbrella of mental health, yeah, religion, mm-hmm. um, whatever, it's just, just a fucking coward. Honestly, I think if somebody continues it, to I perpetuate can... a crime that they are aware that they are doing, that mm-hmm. they are aware that they are about to do, and you do something like what she did, which is confess, but never actually confess to somebody who could hold you accountable, mm-hmm. that the topic of mental health shouldn't have been given as much priority as it was. You understand? Yeah. Because it shows that you went out of the way like you intentionally went out of the way to not seek help. Mm-hmm. Because if you really wanted to be helped, you would have gone to but people earlier. She was earlier. working on the medical field. But then you could also argue that if her demons were big enough, that maybe she just wasn't able to get that help until she went to that center for mental health, which is where she did confess and they did report it to the police. But she also... Okay. 
My point is that somebody that is struggling with sexuality, mm-hmm. right? So you're you feel some sort of way when you're not true to yourself. Like I like you can like both. You can like women. You can like men. You can like either or none, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the religion part mm-hmm. that also. Please do not get offended, but puts you in a box. I can see that. Right? Mm -hmm. So you're trying to fight your religion, what society is saying that you should be or Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be. You're not being true to yourself. You are not taking care of your mental health. Mm -hmm. And then you get exposed to this medicine that could do something for you to relieve all that anger. What's the medicine? Frustration, the insulin and having the patience, but not everybody that is going through the same thing. It's a nurse that Mm -hmm. it's able to release Mm -hmm. any sort of pain. You know what I mean? You're talking about the use of the hydromorphone. Mm? You're talking about her abuse of the hydromorphone? Yeah. Oh, okay. Honestly, I just, I don't... Oh, I've partly forgot. I didn't write it down here, but I did read that her mother basically said, well, she didn't have to say anything. You know, she could have taken this to her grave. So kind of like, ease up now, because at least she can pass. She didn't have to. That's what I understand. She also didn't have to kill anybody. Agreed. You think the mics picked up my stomach grumbling? Probably. Oh, wow. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, no. so those were today's cases. I don't God, um, this was hard. Two yeah. very sad cases to cover. You know, this poor girl who died and Elizabeth Wetloffer. And I don't think that I did the Elizabeth Wetloffer case justice because the articles that I read... Listen, I strongly recommend that you go give them a read. They will be linked on our website, linked on our Instagram, because they go into a detail that I am not able to go into here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, you know, I think the disturbing thing is that you associate a doctor, a nurse, a policeman. And these people, when you're small, you're you're taught, Mm -hmm. sorry, this is where you go for help. Yeah, you know, so I think in your brain it's mm-hmm. wired to always associate a doctor, a nurse, a fireman, a policeman, you know, a EMT, mm-hmm. a priest, mm-hmm. with a teacher, mm-hmm. all with help, you know. Yep. And then it's so disappointing, and it's so much harder when these cases involve anybody in any of those jobs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's such a betrayal. Because your brain almost can't make sense of the fact that I have been told to trust you. I have let all of my God down. You know, people Mm -hmm. paid money to leave their parents in this woman's care. Thinking they were safe at night. Mm -hmm. They were sleeping soundly at their house. You know, thinking my mom, my dad is safe 
cared for, mm-hmm. getting their medication, mm-hmm. getting whatever they need. Yeah. Or God forbid, the people didn't even have a family, you know, and maybe yeah. they worked their whole life, saved their money for retirement, yeah. took themselves to the retirement home mm-hmm. because they didn't want to be mm-hmm. pay- responsible for doing mm-hmm. all the things. And to have people betray that yeah. is the part that I find the most upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are in a field where you know people associate you with trust, you have not only a reputation to maintain, but you know, you have a a pedestal to stand on. You've been put there. You need to, you know, live up to that. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody's saying you need to be a saint, but we're also saying take your job seriously. It's what you signed up for, you know. You signed up for that. Yes. Yeah. But you can't, you have to believe the way she went on this killing spree that it's possible that she got into this job just, just to, to have do the this. access. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I find upsetting. But because back in 2007 back- is when she was talking about how maybe God wants to use me. You know, you remember in the first case, mm-hmm. Clotilde. Clotilde, Clotilde, I don't know. Y'all tell me how to pronounce that, right? Yeah. But she was talking about how, oh, I don't know, you know, I just thought God wanted her back and he wanted to use me. We go back to accountability. Yeah. We always go back to that. I mean, I understand there is a reason for it, for everything we do. I mean, we're here, we're being bunny's bitches. That's true. We do work for bunny. Yeah, <laughs> we do it for fun. Um, but Jesus, yeah. I, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have any need to understand or sympathize with somebody that does these horrible things and find a way to get to the excuse. It's just like, eh, Jesus, you say no to me. How dare you? Yeah. This woman, I know. I'm. I'm I'm anger. I'm angry. So today's episode's takeaway is don't be a dick. You know? If somebody says no keep to it you. To yourself. No means no. No means no. And if you are not suitable for something, that's not the job for you. Go mm-hmm. do something else. Check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. Check with yourself and be honest. Mm-hmm. Like if you're talking about, oh well, I tried to get help. Did you really? Did mm-hmm. you really? Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing something that's hurting other people and you really wanted to stop, you'd find a way to stop. You will find a way. Yes. Or to get the help to stop. I'm not saying everybody's able to help themselves to stop because I can't understand the full breadth of mental health mm-hmm. issues. You know, mm-hmm. I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist, anyologist. But what I am saying is, if you have the means and you have the mental bandwidth to discover that you are doing something wrong you can acknowledge that you can face that then go to distance don't be a dick that's basically the takeaway for today be a dick that's right okay but you know we aren't dicks here (laughs) Um, we're not we don't know everything we're still getting warm with the whole podcasting yes if you would like to suggest a case to us please go to our instagram go to our website you can find us at criminally clueless on instagram or at criminallyclueless.com on the internets 
Okay. <laughs> um, the internets. The internets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, feel free to leave us a message, send us a DM, make suggestions. You know, I know the audio is rough. We're figuring out the editing situation. Um, we're going to get better at cases. It's only going to get better and better gonna, from here. Yeah. We'll be here next week with the next yes. case. A next case. We're not going to let anything stop us. We're going to keep going. So, you know, as usual, don't trust us. Um, we really recommend you go take a look at the articles that we will link on all of our social media, on yes. our website. Um, we 100% probably left stuff out. Um, so if you'd like to know more about these mm-hmm. cases, you know, please go over there. Please learn some more. Get and share if we missed something important about yes, it. Yes, yes, for sure. Or when we missed something. Yeah, yeah for, we obviously miss things. So if you if you know this case a little bit better than us, you have any takeaways, you have anything to chime in on, please share. You know, feel free to correct us, share with us. Just remember, we might be clueless. But that's not a crime. See you next week.